for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 122 of That's a Shame, a number that just rolls off the tongue, as you'll have noticed from my expert cadence. I'm Isaac, joining me just here is Declan, and joining us always from now to the end of days, it's Stephen Joshua Sondheim. In our living room, in not quite in the flesh and blood. How would you describe him, Declan? Because you're looking right at his chest in a kind of worried manner, like a gorilla sizing up a much larger gorilla. I, I had a, a, a very odd and emotionally draining uh, weekend. Uh-huh. That, uh, Don't, you're not blaming that on uh, Steve? No, no, no. No, no or, okay. Or I just want to explain, because you are you know, obviously very excited to have him here with us. Oh, f- ecstatic <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifelong um, dream um so i just want to explain at least part of my um comparatively l- lower level of enthusiasm okay. a very long and emotionally draining weekend uh-huh. which then involved driving to st albans and back cool that's nowhere for, you want to be going no uh only to come home and then immediately at half past eight get the train to Hackney. Oh yeah. And work until 6am. Nice. Come home, go to sleep, go out to tutor, come back, get into bed, sort of sleep, get up. And not really know too much of Sweeney Todd. Uh, into the woods. (laughs) And to come into the living room, not really sure what sort of time or day it was. Uh Uh, knowing that you'd just left and I was therefore alone in the flat. So you thought. To walk into the living room and there, illuminated only by the (laughs) various stock photos of the Google Chrome cast, was uh, a, well, it's life-size, just not (laughs) life shape. Cardboard That's an option. Cardboard. You actually get 50p off if they can just make <laughs> yeah. up the proportions. Like, yeah, his legs are, you know, <laughs> roughly that. In the photo, he was actually, like, leaning forwards very much. <laughs> um, yes, a, a life-size... I positioned him so that, you know, I was hoping that by the time anyone came into the living room, obviously the light from the TV, scariest is light there horror. is. Poltergeist-styled yeah. little girl watching the static. Twin peak stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was also hoping maybe some moonlight would be coming in because I put him near the window. But I knew that just the shadow is suited and it's a very clear, mm. striking silhouette, which is really what sometimes known for, isn't it? The silhouette. Yeah. Um, and I knew that would, in the corner of the room, really, really do something for you. And, and it seems like it has. I, I kind of had three immediate uh, assumptions. Mm-hmm. All three, I believed uh, equally. Okay. For the half a second that I was afraid. Yeah. Uh, or I, I should say the half a second that I was immediately afraid. Because the That's fear to, continues. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a constant hum. Because you don't know where I'll be. And uh, obviously, no. obviously, well, obviously immediately in my room. Well, and given the nature of your relationship with kind of the spirit realm anyway, and the altered state, it's a foregone conclusion that he'll be moving of his own volition. What I by can the say time the day is, over. is that if he is ever 
ever <laughs> gonna take out a within order. <laughs> five feet of my bedroom. He's going to be locked inside I will bathroom. rip his abnormally huge head clean <laughs> off and I will eat it. <laughs> we'll have pictures on at That's a Shame Cast. Probably not straight away, but keep an eye on there. We'll put some pictures up. But Are you saying I'm not looking my best? No, I'm saying that I... He's not. He deserves a photo shoot, <laughs> the likes of which the world's not quite ready yeah. for. So I didn't know. I thought I thought either A, mm-hmm. someone's just broken into the flat. <laughs> and stood there. And was standing quite... <laughs> Hoping that horrific. if they I were still I might not notice, yeah, yeah. Sort of like I'm oh, a that, T-Rex. There's the bookshelf. We need um, a suit. I thought maybe... Mark was having some sort of breakdown. <laughs> and he'd got dressed up for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I couldn't really tell. You uh-huh. could, it's sort of just silhouetted. Uh-huh. And because it is sort of like vaguely besuited, I for half a second thought that it was someone here about either A, uh-huh. the TV license, <laughs> or B, my tax. That's how it works. They sneak in through the air vent. Yeah. And they just stand <laughs> just near the stand TV there. until and we if watch it, anything. if anything comes on, they pounce. <laughs> that would be a fucking great job. Oh, But dear. it was none of those things. And from now, I suppose, until the end of days, Steve will be joining us. He'll be kind of the third silent host of that's a shame he's standing here we've created a kind of triangle which i think is a new dynamic to the show that we haven't had really ever i don't think we've done apart from the danj episode it's a shame um that Anne louise will never be staying over again right because of the sontime well yeah because i mean you're not keeping him in here permanently Oh, no, no, he'll be no, moving he'll be, in, he'll be in your room, predominantly. No, he'll be moving wherever he wants. Pre- predominantly. Oh, he's free to run. And I, I simply refuse to believe that for she will sleep <laughs> in a bed with him standing this, there. In fact, and that's with the you. only way. <laughs> we can get anything and done anymore. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, this Sontime. He came into my life via the medium of my birthday, which mm-hmm. was on Saturday, December the 1st. Bette Midler's birthday, of course. Oh. Um, what did you do to, to celebrate that? Uh, I watched that song that she does as the dog from Oliver and Company. That's really good. Yeah, that's actually the uh, the best way to celebrate. So it's the right person, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not going to check. Yeah, but no, if I'm, it's not, I'm, I'm pretty certain. Who else is it going to be? Oh, I don't know. Ron Moody. I wouldn't uh, have thought so. <laughs> they very rarely get up for the same roles. <laughs> but when they Hell do... Hell of an audition. <laughs> um, the birthday took place, and I'm pleased to report, without trauma, without the trauma of my 25th, which was mm-hmm. a psychological devastation. It was very, a very odd it was day for us all. Yeah, it was challenging to live through, but I, I made it a full other year. And 26 kind of happened like a damp squib i was like i'm already over the hill now well, yes, everything yeah. else is just you know like mario when he enthusiastically you hold down in super mario brothers 3 and he can sort of shoot down a hill and mm. take out the enemies as he goes it's like very much the opposite of that kind of vibe it's sort of a gentle Peter. walking uphill being tripped up by all the monsters exactly like mm. that and that's age isn't it that's, i think that's keats that said um because oh, in an ode to tortoise, yeah, an ode to to the big Mario boys. Turning twenty six, of course, it's made me wiser, and um, of course, I can't wait for for the January seventeenth. 
when, when I when can, I become a bit wiser as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, of course, not as wise as you. Yeah, no, you've got a few rungs on the ladder, and I I don't see you catching up anytime soon. Uh, That's just my understanding of linear time. Not that you wouldn't love that. I'd be more than happy <laughs> to share this view from from the wisdom plateau. Would it, does your um, comparative age to others hmm. affect this kind of mortality that you have, or have you removed yourself from that? It's just you and the universe in this big. Well, it's always just been me and the universe. Yeah, um, and not just in the sense of <laughs> just age, <the> totally. <laughs> just in the solipsistic yeah. sense that you know everyone I meet is. Have you ever read that short story about an egg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't so need to go through that. But. What the. I think what the moral was is that I the one you God. are now is the best. Because <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, like, would you, would you take? You've got to be two years older straight away. Uh huh. Ooh. But it means that I'll be five years older. Oh no, no, you, not a chance. You wouldn't wish that on no. Me. And I'm not like I don't look at a baby and get jealous of it i actually think you, you probably do <laughs> the only time i am ever jealous of babies because i think by and large they've got quite an annoying life they're always quite pissed off about yeah stuff. you can't really say can't what communicate yeah. through any means really apart from just bawling mm-hmm. uh, which is very frustrating for them but when you see a baby when it's raining and it's in its pram and they've got those transparent waterproofs oh, yeah. the baby is it's probably got a blanket on very warm it's being transported and it gets that it's one of life's great joys is being under the transparent well, cover when rain is. Well, happening. I know what to get you for your 27th. A giant big pram. <laughs> just push you around in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> what a day. Can Steve come? He's made a paper, so I'm you better actually, wrap up. <laughs> it's going to be made out of him. It's going to be very good. Wisdom um, comes from many sources. And of course, while I've unlocked another innate kind of level up, style of of new truths that i couldn't possibly begin to communicate no i wouldn't want you to, to, to try the rest of you um another source is the internet now you've been there before uh i've dabbled have you been to the shineproject.com uh you know there's lots of there's lots of websites so maybe uh-huh. i have inadvertently i think it's a jewelry uh brand but oh. they've also there was a period of like early 2010s when uh, I think every website thought it had to have a blog, oh, yeah, regardless yeah. of what it was. Well, you do, don't you? For SEO and stuff. And the Shine Project didn't hear that no one gives a fuck about that. Anymore. Oh, no. So what they've kept up is this insistent rattering away, which is a new word and one that, like I say, is an unlock when you get to this Steve, particular you level. thought... Oh, very, very good. Oh. <laughs> I'd like a big hug. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Steve. You... Oh, there it is. You and Steve, uh, it's like you share <laughs> a, a mind. It is, and a mouth, it's nuts. What I found was 26 life lessons on my 26th birthday. Oh. They're all very short. They're all very okay. good and accurate, and that will become clear as we power on through them. I'm going to give you... I'm going to just keep going. Feel free to interject whenever you find one that particularly resonates, because, of course, it's, I'm presupposing that they're all going to affect you spiritually. But when one stands out from the crowd, when there's that diamond in the rough of new advice yeah. or advice, old advice that's Taylor's old as time style, but repackaged in a way that just clicks. Cliche is a cliche because it's true, isn't it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm glad you've been yeah, brave yeah, enough to say that. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Um, Where it's a weird uh, way to run this feature at the moment because there was a part of me when you said that that like looked at the clock and was like, 
So if I just sit here and you get through all 26, no, we <laughs> go bed. to bed. <laughs> but I know that I'm going to be so infuriated that I'll have in, to... Uh, uh, invigorated. Yes, I get that mixed up all the time. In the anger sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of a preamble, and I'll be honest, it's total bullshit. So okay. I'll be skipping it entirely. But suffice it to say... What, that, what could possibly be in that that isn't in the 26 lessons? Yeah, exactly. Like... If it were interesting enough to to warrant even including it, it'd turn be on, it into it'd a be on, it'd be on the lesson. list. Yeah, save it for twenty seven. I've always exactly. Said. Number one, there's always someone who needs what you have to offer. Don't hide yourself. Oh, okay. So that sounds kind of like a justification for flashing. flashing. I thought so as well. <laughs> but there's always someone who wants it. So. If you're selling, someone's buying. <laughs> if you stand in a big enough park and flash <laughs> enough other humans. At least one of them and won't arrest you. <laughs> this one, number one, ties in quite well to number two, which is do at least one unexpected thing every day. Oh, I I was going to say that the the... Arresting the flasher reminded me of, mm-hmm. um, you know, old Owen Jones. Oh, yeah. No, you're not casting any aspersions. You're not saying he's a flasher. No, no, not at all. No. But he just did a very good tweet the other day because mm-hmm. a, a guy, as you can imagine, as a, a left wing gay man uh-huh. in the media, Owen gets a lot of uh, correspondence, we'll call it, <laughs> with, <laughs> from uh, fans the who have been inspired. <laughs> and. Uh, he was sharing some of it and there was this guy, he was sharing loads of his messages and he was like saying, saying that you'd be too cowardly to share this message <laughs> and stuff. Um, wow, that was all you know, homophobic and, and somewhat threatening, but there was an amazing bit where he, uh, he was saying that his daughter is a journalist mm-hmm. and she'd love to interview you, like really love to get the, get to the bottom of it. Is it and then I like a threatening. One? Yeah. And he's like, and then he says, I can citizens arrest you. And Owen just, Tweet him in, like, really cracking up at the idea of him hovering at the edge, waiting for her to finish the interview so he can arrest me. Uh, and is that the last question? You fucking idiot! I love the concept of citizen's arrest because it's a real litmus test for being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Anyone who thinks that they can, might, would want Should. to, yeah, have it morally incumbent upon them. To perform a citizen's arrest is automatically a, such an idiot. The closest that I have come is just, uh, I went up and told the poor staff at co-op that they're being robbed blind every second <laughs> of you? the day. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. You're like, it's just the shop is set up in such a way that the door is, the front door is so inaccessible to all of the people working there uh-huh. without a lot of effort. And, and you, there's like shelves covering it right up until the door starts effectively. So you can just sneak down the back and then just walk out of the shop immediately. Mm. Um, and people um, are taking advantage of that. Uh, yeah. While, while I was buying, I mean, I felt like a bit of a muck really, yeah. but while I was fucking paying, I was only paying for the old shopping. It's not on. At the self service. I just watched like three different groups just take stuff out. And no one. So I just went up afterwards and I was like, Hey guys, guys do you know how a shop works? Because <laughs> I feel like your heart's not. Have in you it. ever heard the phrase, like a thief in broad daylight? <laughs> I almost got robbed by the co op today because I went, right. my girlfriend wanted hot chocolate at quarter to 11 at night. 
and I was going to the shop anyway. Oh, yes. And they've got one of these, like, weird little Costa machines, Costa yes. coffee machines, which is odd because the like next they, door shop yeah, is a Costa. But, like, they have uh, um, Thought Park. Oh, yeah. They're proud. And they're fully furnished. <laughs> yeah. So it's odd to, like, make that a selling point of your co-op when I think that Costa shuts at 10 o'clock at night. So there's a one-hour window <laughs> where the, all your Costa's going to have to come from the co-op rather yeah. than there. And the machine, have you ever used it? Well, I don't drink coffee, so no. Well, they do hot chocolate, as the name would suggest. Oh, I don't drink that either. And when you press the button, it plays ambient coffee shop sounds to try. <laughs> but really, like, you know when you've... Have you ever had the experience of, like, in a toy shop or a department store, you press... There'll be, like, a toy, like a monkey that sings. Oh, uh, like, try me. And you, Or you, like, clap to yeah. start it. And it's, like, embarrassingly loud and loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just bellowing, like, the clinking of glasses. And, and people, like... It sounded like they were talking the language that the Sims talk in the background. So oh, they were just like... Simlish. Like making up yeah. nonsense sounds. So it did that for about 40 seconds. And then it was like foaming away. It looked very like furious mm. about the whole process. And I took the cup away. I was like, hmm, it's very pale hot chocolate today. And I like sniffed just it. Just a bit of it milk? Just hot froth milk. Oh, no. So... You got done by the hot froth yeah, milk. Yeah, and I asked. I was like, is this... um?" I asked, like, I called a bit of a bit of staff, I was going to say. <laughs> just, oh, you fucking bougie um, I cunt. <laughs> I called a member of the esteemed co-op theft squad <laughs> over and was like, oh, I think the machine's not working. And she looked at him and was like, yeah, it's hot chocolate. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what colour do you think it hot? should be? I'll grant you. <laughs> and and um, I was like, well, it's just milk. And she was like, yeah, it's white hot chocolate. I was like, it's There's not. No Don't lie to me thing. like this. I saw on the picture that it was not. And then another what? guy came over and was like, it, that, I'm sorry, that was wrong. <laughs> he was like very apologetic. I, trying to fob someone off on the idea of <laughs> it's white, white hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> it's white as know, if, milk. As if milk white chocolate. hot chocolate is literally just like a bar of frozen milk. Mmm. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so do something unexpected. Try and fob someone off with a... Yeah, with yeah, any kind of warm drink milk. of your choice. Pity parties are the worst kind of parties. I've ever been to a worse party than a pity party? Sorry, I was still on the last point. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say, because um, I did another TV runner shift, mm. and uh, Jake Humphrey, the presenter, oh, yeah, we know I happen him. to remember uh, that his order is a flat white. Okay. Likes a flat white. So Poor um, choice, but we won't hold that against him. A lot of people are TV. It's very trendy. Flat white. It's yeah. a very trendy, bougie drink. So I, I, uh, I had ordered him one, and I brought it into the studio for when the game started, and he was off air. And I gave it to him, and as I was walking away, he was like, "Oh, you always remember that, Declan." I was like, "You know, I've got you back." <laughs> it's not much, <laughs> but he was like, he then went, Tearing up. he then joked and said. I'm going to start calling you the flat white guy. And I went, well, please don't, because it makes it sound like you're calling me a flat white guy. And he went, God, it does, doesn't it? And he went, me and my wife, we go for, we go breakfast club every Friday morning Uh because it's the like one morning where they have like a nanny take the kids to school and whatnot. And because he's always traveling up and down the country to present football. Living the high life. Yeah. So they always go and he's like, and she always has, the smashed avocado on toast. Mm-hmm. And we get waited on by the same waiter every time. 
and he's taken to just very loudly calling her the smashed avocado lady. <laughs> so that's, that's such an just accusation. Like she's got yeah. absolutely off her head at brunch. <laughs> yeah. Bottomless brunch gone wild. Just like, oh, it, like it's horrible. Like it's that's smashed a, horrible... a term for being drunk everywhere. Uh, I think so. But I was a good one. I was also thinking that it sounds like quite a a horrible accusation to make about. The nether regions. Mm, could be as um, well. You just don't want that yelled at you in public at 8am on a Friday. Or indeed at any time on a Friday. So he was like, so he, he said that and I went, yeah, so it sounds like a horrible thing. And he went, yeah, all right, we'll stick with Declan. Flat <laughs> <laughs> white Declan. Number four, uh, fear is real, but so is courage. So oh, well, there you go. It's, a, it's so just you kind can of just defining ignore the one. <laughs> Number five is just something else. That's Did real. they are these things that they had learnt by, or that they only learn oh, on yeah. the twenty sixth? Only allowed birthday. to find that out in a greetings <laughs> card. Ultimate success only happens when you bring others up with you. So okay. that's quite nice, isn't it? That's like the kind. So of no kicking the rungs out of the ladder. No, none of that. Pulling it back up. A stinky sink can be cured with grating a lemon down the disposal what, 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 where's this one come from P.S. fear is real <laughs> why is that in the list I hate this style of listicle where they like chuck in something quirky where it's like oh is that what it was it's it's a bit like but I actually entirely forgive because I think it's otherwise a very high quality bit of writing the wear sunscreen uh, piece that was then made into that song you know that one? No. Oh, really? It's it's quite famous. It was like a an American, I think she's from New York, journalist who wrote a piece about like what you would say to your own graduating year. Right. And it's all this advice that's like, it's actually very good advice, but it starts and ends with wearing sunscreen. Right. But then it becomes things like um, very, you know, philosophical. There's stuff about like worrying is like, trying to solve algebra by chewing bubblegum or these mad it's very pithy uh, yeah, right. um but in that one the sunscreen works because it's like a very essential fundamental and it's like a boring springboard yeah whereas i think going from courage is real so to, is fear to your stinks your sink stinks <laughs> is like a misunderstanding of that device yeah I, it, it all it feels very much like um uh that a pamphlet that Ricky Gervais reads oh, yeah. about alternatives to coming inside your partner. Pretty, where, it's like, a religious thing, isn't it? Where like the seventh one? No, I think it was about uh, avoiding AIDS. Oh, really? What yeah. from back in the day? Yeah, and one of them was like the last one on the list is like just come out of a window, <laughs> and he's like, "That's so it like we've got six. We mad. need a seventh. Got, it's got to go to print." Like just look around the room, like well, the wall would be. There was dumb. like come into a piece of fruit. <laughs> like it's just it's the really worst. Number seven: walk with a purpose. It makes people wonder what you're up to. Well, that, that sounds like bad advice. So, <laughs> the last thing I want Generate is suspicion where possible <laughs> in your 26th year on God's big earth. The guiltiest year. That's what they call it. Your body is the house of your spirit. Take care of it. The spirit or the house? Yeah. One via the other? Both. Not holding yourself Is that not just nicking, like, what? the body is the temple? No, no, it's much better and cleverer. Oh, is that why... That's used why more I came words. in number eight and <laughs> didn't sound as good. Um, <laughs> What's the... Don't, 
<laughs> Don't be throwing that away. <laughs> you might be needing it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, not holding yourself accountable and making excuses is the key to failure. Oh, so key sounds positive. It's and like, oh, and you're like, I do that all the time. Right. To, oh, to failure. <laughs> fuck. No the rug wonder. Out from under my eyes. Doesn't mean I'm stop that. Uh, a good marriage not only exists, but is possible to create when, and this is a big when, two people are willing. Uh, <laughs> not one person, not five persons, but it's two. Uh, and they both, you're saying, have to be willing. Yeah, for some reason, the way that's phrased, I just know that this person would define marriage as, well, it only really exists between a man and a woman. Like, there's something about this list that I know. Oh, they're it's a very homophobic, homophobic list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've not said anything to that no. effect, but... It's the kind of like... No, they, 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 they have, because the whole walk like you want people to know what you're up to mm. is the most privileged like <laughs> stance you could say. Walk like you're on your way no, to suppress the stone wall, right? Like, no, no black person has ever written a list where they said, walk in a way that makes people wonder what you're up to. Because, <laughs> That's a very good point. Because the because police are already doing that for you. Stop and say. <laughs> yeah. And at worst, just Possibly being just killed. being shot. <laughs> Your strength is found in the moment when you feel like you have none and yet you still keep fighting. Again, and not a very white bit of advice. No, yeah, yeah. On the whole. True love and falling in... This is quite a complex one. Maybe you've got an insight on it. Okay. True love... True love. And... And... Falling in love with the idea of love are two completely different things. Okay. So that's obviously very important to know this year for me. Oh, yeah. Because when you turn 26, you need to... Um, start being more kind of confused about love as a concept. You have to start thinking about settling down. You're reaching the point where you're the last person in the rom com to be settled down. Are aren't you? you fucking with me? All your friends? <laughs> <laughs> what? None of my friends. All, all, are... all your friends are getting married. No, I'm. I'm not saying you personally oh, right okay. now. I'm saying, but if I were yeah, once you reach 26, I tell you what. Watching friends. That's how old they are, isn't it? When they start 26. What? Who in what in friends? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But in season three, where I was watching recently, they're like 29 and their lives are yeah, a mess. So and it doesn't matter one. that they're fictional because I'm using that as a template for my life in as many respects as possible. Yeah. So it's fine. So technically they were 36 by the time any of them... Monica and Chandler got married in their 60s. Yeah. And that's canon. <laughs> that, that is. <laughs> you can take that to the bank. Joey was clinically stupid all the way through <laughs> and he did just fine he was great he, he was a Roman at once he was tweezing himself in the pocket he was hole. a detective with that robot that very that's good. a goal of yours I think one not? of the greatest jokes in Friends is the like the fact that he's in that play this is probably very dull if you haven't seen Friends but just try and picture this there's throughout a whole series basically He's in this play that we only ever see snippets of and where most of the comedy is coming from this very stereotypically serious director who just mm. wants them to act. He's like, what are you doing? He wants to like feel the yeah. raw emotion. And most of the plot around the play, around this whole subplot, is that Joey is in love with his co-star who's married to that director. And then in the final, like almost the final episode of the entire series... She is leaving to go to a job in LA and we finally see the end of the play where he says, so I'm going to get, get on, on this spaceship, spaceship and I'm going to go to what is like Zargon 4 in search of alternative fuel. This big ladder just drops Because it, the scene, like the set is so just perfectly uh, uh, natural. It's just a living room. Yeah, like household It's like drama. proper like John Osborne boiler pot. Yeah, like, and all like, they're like, she's a really serious actor. It's so and well then, set And up. then just, you hear, 
<laughs> dry <laughs> ice and light. We're, it's very My good. brother and I were talking the other day about the fact that the, the best line of Joey's is when Chandler's uh, girlfriend is in the play where she has to have sex. Uh-huh. And he's like really worried about it. So Joey tells him that if he goes to the show and the sex looks great, then it means that they're not oh, fucking yeah. in real life. And if he goes and it looks bad, then they are. Uh-huh. And he goes along and, and uh, he comes home really happy. And they're like, so? And he's like, oh, best sex I've ever seen. Like, oh my God, it was passionate, it was steamy. And then the next night he goes and it was terrible. And he comes back to the like flat and he, he says that, you know, he's broken up with her. Uh-huh. Like she's clearly cheating. And they're all like, what? Why? And he's like, Joey said that that means that they're, you know, doing it in real life. And Joey turns around and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was just a theory. A lot of theories <laughs> turn out to be incorrect. The long gunman, communism, geometry. <laughs> the theory of It's such an amazing, <laughs> like, what, I, it, it gives away nothing about what, what, like, he thinks it is. What has he... What's his contact what's he with had? geometry? Yeah. <laughs> what did he read? What was his jumping on <laughs> What did he overhear on the train that he has heard about this idea of that, the theory that of... it's been disproved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good written. Very good written show, mm. for sure. Uh, people will talk to you how you let them. Respect yourself. That one's about really asserting dominance wherever possible. Okay. Team efforts accomplish way more than doing things alone every single time. That's another kind of very simple bit okay, of advice. Yeah. When people mock, tease, or talk bad about you, it's ninety nine point nine percent of the time out of jealousy. Try oh, to love it's them. Out of jealousy. Try to love them, anyways. Maybe you're the only person who ever has. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a bit sassy at the end. That's like that uh, line I sent you earlier. I was watching an esports tournament, uh-huh. and a guy who was like quite new to the scene won uh, this whole tournament. And literally, as they're all you know waving goodbye to the camera, and the guys are like, holding his medal, one of the the hosts went, and you know, just goes to prove that literally anybody could win one of <laughs> Anyone these Anyone off the streets, dressed like a total <laughs> tramp, just what you'd want to hear. Yeah, as you're waving away, as you're you know definitely uh, a socially inept oh. spotted little. Oh, bless him! Bless yeah, he him. did well. Did he win any pennies for I it? I think he won some pennies. I think he won the chance to win some oh, pennies. That's even worse. It's Very <laughs> nice to hear. Number 16, you can't do everything. You weren't made to do everything. I wasn't. Recognising that will liberate your life, has it? Uh, what, just now? Yep, go on, think yeah. about it. Perfect. That's I'm, I'm happy done. now. That's yeah. really good. Sometime? Yeah, he's loving it as well. <sighs> Sometimes he's not very emotive. What wasn't he born to do? Uh, well, <laughs> looking at this cutout, I'm going to go with modelling. Sing falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that as well. Does have the deepest voice it's possible to have. Uh, having a straight tie. Yeah, he's not put a lot of effort into the tie, Steve. Um, it's Shame. It's really letting the ensemble down. Almost as much as the short, fat legs. <laughs> it was nice of him to do this because of the perspective of the feet. It looks like he's doing a weird sort of hover. Just it's quite good, yeah, like he's hovering towards yeah, you. Little Dementor. Uh, number 17. It's quite similar to 16. You're not perfect. You will make mistakes. So will the people you love. Forgive them and don't forget to forgive yourself. Oh. 
That was I, new new advice. I'm hoping. What what number was that? Seventeen. Okay. Oh God, we're near the end already. Yeah. Well, uh, it's because the advice is so good. Uh, free flow. I would only the only way I could have a modicum of respect for this list is if like that kind of sass and that you know you're not perfect uh-huh. thing just like devolved and by 26 is like <laughs> yeah shit yeah shit this is gonna Get be a bad year for you <laughs> number 18 and i think you'll be pleased be aware of seemingly friendly lions seemingly friendly lions yeah, sfls they it's funny isn't it there was a a, a thing there where they thought they'd latched onto an image mm. but what they'd done yes was not not that. not that. Uh, I hate it when you think you've done something, but you're not. Yeah, you've is that on the list? Um, I hate it when I th- when you think. No, I suppose it's not necessarily a lesson. <laughs> it's, it's just, just a. Just a <laughs> it's a very simplistic ramble. Stuff is just dot 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 italics stuff. Two years from now, your two hundred and fifty dollar designer bag, you know the one, mm-hmm. isn't going to be trendy anymore. Don't get caught up trying to keep up. Your craving will never be satisfied. Don't own anything. Yeah, is, is what they mean. It's asceticism from now until the end. Uh, is was this taken directly from the Unabomber manifesto? Almost word for word. Actually. <laughs> he said, "Fear is real, so's courage." And if you've got a stinky sink, chuck a lemon. Said, Most of the coolest people I've ever met, I've have ever met, have absolutely nothing by world standards, but they have <laughs> more than most people I've met who have everything. By world standards, <laughs> treasure what's important. It's good when you know, like you say, pithy. Mm-hmm. Keep it succinct. Yeah, uh, you want a phrase that's that sticks. Mm. I was doing this with uh, a kid that I tutor, talking to him about creative writing. Oh yeah, and um, I was saying that y- you don't want to be overly simplistic, obviously, when you write. But one of the big mistakes that a lot of kids make is they overcomplicate, and they because they've never read a fucking book in their lives, uh-huh. they they think that to write welleth is to speak with the longest worders. Mm-hmm. And they <clears throat> so I was we took an example, and I was like, "What's a, a line from a film that stuck with you?" Mm-hmm. And he went, "Uh." you either uh, die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I was like, perfect. Good choice. And then we like wrote it really short and mm. crap and then like overly long. Die <laughs> so, good, live bad. Pardon? Die yeah. good, live bad. We're like, oh, you, you're, either a, you're either good or, or get this. you become bad. <laughs> uh, and then it was like, whilst it's true that one may with the courage of yeah. time and the fortitude of life <laughs> remain a hero to those around you and you're saying this person found the balance yes because yeah. no the Sorry. but the phrase like the world standard that's some that's common parlance that's like latching onto an idea because not a day goes by that we don't talk about you know ah oh, it's classic compared to the world standard <laughs> like we've got more sometime cutouts than average no it's this thing of um deciding you know obviously good writing like should try to avoid uh idiom too much mm-hmm. uh unless that's uh, a kind of conscious effort to include it for mm-hmm. some sort of statement or whatnot but people also tend to think that that means you can't ever use a phrase that people would recognize or else you're not mm-hmm. a good writer hence hence uh don't be tempted by seemingly friendly lions Hmm. it's just like well can't say wolf in sheep's clothing so 
what's similar? The sort of smiling amicable <laughs> dog man. <laughs> I have, be aware of amicable dog men. I was tutoring on the day before my birthday. The kid who's like the smartest one of the ones I tutor at the moment. He's like mm. seven or eight or something. And we were doing an exercise on characterization, classic kind of Love in, my, in my cycle of lessons that is increasingly small. Oh, yeah. Increasingly well prepared. Yeah. Just through the passage of repetition. I've got time. hours on two subjects. It's really, really handy. Um, and we were writing a thing about like, come up with a scene outline, really simple set of events, three events, like beginning, a middle and an end. And then we're going to look at how we can imbue those very boring events with character and then do the opposite of that. So we wrote, he came up with these three events that were like, Barry is going to the shops on the way. He remembers he's actually already got the milk he was going to get. Right. He goes home, finds out he didn't have the milk. Barry. The first one was Barry as a villain. In fact, I might read this because it's very strange. (laughs) He wrote, as Barry woke up, he put down the mine to blow up the house he had taken over. He had murdered its previous occupants last night. After he had set Slept the timer, there and then bombed yeah. it. <laughs> After he had set the timer, he walked out with the smell of smoke beside him. He walked to the supermarket of evil, humming the Despicable <laughs> Me theme tune. Humming the Despicable Me. <laughs> he was going to buy like milk. Like the evilest yeah. man of all. <laughs> he was going to buy milk, but he realised that he'd already bought it. That did not matter because he noticed something that was hard, so hard to spot that he should get an award. <laughs> That's an amazing simile. There was a crowd of people running towards him, some on fire. The flames from the exploded house had engulfed the supermarket and people on fire were fleeing oh, from the blown up the milk, ashes. hadn't he? He smiled. Uh, and, and then we were going to do Barry as a hero. And he was like, he was a bit less interested because obviously it's less like visually inspiring. Yeah. Can't blow stuff up. And he was just like sitting, we're having to do lessons in his room at the moment because like the kitchen's being redone. Right. So he was like, sitting on his bed like looking just sort of gazing up like well how can we make him walking to the shops like how can he be a hero doing that and i was like well i don't know there are loads of ways maybe he could stop to help an old woman across the road or something and he's like oh yeah okay i guess and he thought about this for about 10 seconds but like fingers poised to type and he's like can i ask you something i was like yeah what what is it what would you want to know he's like well why why are all these old women needing help crossing the road <laughs> i was like well well first of all what do you mean and second of all like it's i, I don't know like it's just one of those things it's one of it's those just an image yeah. yeah it's one of those images and he's like yeah okay i suppose um and then he thought about this for a while and came out with a quote that was so innocently horrible oh and no. off the cuff that i wrote it down <laughs> he said he was just sort of thinking about this image it must have like Something about it must have really, like, not upset, but just, like... Unsettled. Unsettled him, the idea of needing help to cross a road, I think. Because he sat there and then he said, when you're very old, it's a lot like when you're very little. I was like, okay. He said, you drool a lot. (laughs) You don't know anything. (laughs) You don't make memories. Uh, You're absolutely useless. (laughs) And I just thought, burst out And you told him that you'd had a birthday. It was, it was so good. It was such an amazing... Because he wasn't saying yeah, it like meanly. Absolutely. He was just like, yeah, yeah, absolutely useless. <laughs> it was just the innocence of the observation. I, I'd set uh, this kid uh, a task, uh, an analysis task uh-huh. um, today. 
and his homework from last week had been to plan these paragraphs out. And one of the one of the main problems that I'm having with him is just his opening sentence to any paragraph. Mm-hmm. The content afterwards is steadily like getting better and better and, and seeing improvement. But the first line of every paragraph is always shit. Yes. Um, either because it just repeats the question and for three lines, mm-hmm. or because it's um, far too vague, and for some reason. There's no, there's no wiggle room on this. It just, it will always it be this is. way. So I, I told him that you, you should identify when the question says, talk about language and structure. Mm-hmm. You should identify at the beginning of the paragraph, which one you're talking about. So the examiner knows that you know. That they can just tick it off and yep. not bother to read Give the Give a little tick. They know that. Okay. But uh, one of his paragraphs today started with the line um <clears throat> one of the ways in which uh harrison uh uh implies a sense of hope in the poem the bright lights of sarajevo is through use of language and i was like what do you, what do you mean i was like one of the hard to write a, the others? <laughs> hard to write a poem without it isn't it like i know what you mean he has but then he and it, and it said by use of language comma, like, for example, mm. the title, The Bright Lights of Sarajevo. And I was like, yes, but you could have said, for example, and then any random selection <laughs> of words from the poem. This undeniably is language. <laughs> Therefore, I And am it has right. been used. <laughs> By default. There is hope. It's quite clever to make a, an argument that is utterly unfalsifiable. Yeah. And just is, just stands alone. Some wisdom for you, because we were straying dangerously away and we were almost wrapped up with the wisdom. We're in the 20s now. When you learn more about others, you learn more about yourself. Okay. And that's hard to argue with. Yeah. Because the more I meet people, the better I feel about myself. Yeah. (laughs) Every single day. 22. Slow down. Take time to enjoy what's happening right now. In this very moment in your life, in a second, that moment will be over. You will never be happy. If you're always looking ahead for the next thing coming. That feels like a desperate plea for you to enjoy the article. Maybe start <laughs> right, the article right, again. Right, enjoy Number this. Number 23, don't be looking good articles on Reddit. <laughs> don't be looking <laughs> Don't be looking forward to, to finishing the article. 24, don't criticise and analyse the written word much. <laughs> 25, the it. blog is the pinnacle <laughs> of the written experience. 26, this blog, my mistake. 27, so there mom (laughs) (laughs) you will never know number 23 if you need to meet the person behind you at the grocery store if you don't take a minute to talk to them paths cross for a reason it's up to you to notice and act on it i'm going to stupid advice i'm going to turn around the next time i'm in a queue i'm going to talk i'm going to talk to someone for a minute and then i'm going to go I don't need to meet meet you. Just just pull out like a very large need to meet question mark. No. Reason? Poor. Ugly. Dull. (laughs) Three for three. Buying coconut. Very sad. Number... I imagine saying to someone, I don't need (laughs) to to meet meet you. you. I mean, we did meet, but I don't need to do it again. I didn't have to, and I'm going to stop it right now. Paths crossed for a reason, and it was to show me that this needn't happen again in future. Number 24. Bad things happen to good people. 
This cannot be changed. What can be changed is the attitude in which, interesting preposition, you face and conquer the trial at hand. Ah, okay. That's probably spurred you on, has it? That's got you feeling like you can grab life by the horns, ride the big bull of existence the, the thing is, is into that, the china shop of tomorrow. Is that anyone reading that, even if they were a bad person, mm-hmm. could look at that and go, oh, bad things happen to me. Yeah. I'm, so I must be good. I'm good people. I'm good people. And yeah. so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to ignore all that. Fair. Number 25, penultimate wisdom here. So you know this is going to be like, we're setting it up for a home run, of course. And then there's a call to action at the end that we'll come to, just to tie, tie a bow around the whole nugget of delight. Stop. 25, creating brings fullness and joy. Create art, words, smiles, good feelings. Take what you're good at and use your talents to create things that the world would otherwise not have. That's why you are here. Because you can do something that no one else can. Well, do you know what it is? It's this episode. Is it this? It's me spreading. No one else could have read this list. Oh, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Not no one else has. <laughs> no one else in the whole world. Uh, I mean, we've we've spoken a lot about this type of... Uh, horse shit before ah! Uh, ah! Uh, you're right yeah no sorry i was just had a, had okay, a cool. frog in my throat <clears throat> um and it it's very much like the uh the lin-manuel tweets mm-hmm. in that it doesn't say anything it doesn't help anyone oh what about people who are looking to create words or smiles well, I've found that often they're the ones that need the l- encouraging the least. Because mm, they're going to do it anyway. They're going to do it anyway, even and if they're fact, very even bad. if you ask them to stop. Yeah. They'll beg, creating plead. words. Probably slam. That, like people who who want to create these things will fall into one of the two camps of either wants to, but can't be bothered slash is too cynical for this to affect mm-hmm. or is way too confident in their own abilities anyway and is going to do it whether they should or not. Yeah, I guess it's probably difficult to pitch advice. What's the, what's the mindset? What's the psyche of someone to whom that affected a change that wasn't there before? Like a because I know, faith reader of this whole list. Yeah, like because... Like, yeah, wow. But this one, I think, in particular, because it captures something of, of all of them, that it's platitudinous, it's... It's uh, meaningless. It's vapid. Uh, it's it's gone beyond cliche to be something entirely different. Yeah, but think how nice it must be to be that person who reads that. But but art. what I'm saying and is that like, there isn't anyone. No, but I'm sure there must. But there's be. not. What what is the mind? Because like I say, either there'll be people who share that and say that it's inspired them, but those people were already in the camp of I was going to do this anyway. So. Mm. But it's, you know, it's vogue to look as though you're inspired by. So you're saying no one has been, like, life-altered by Not this a single person. Never. Never, ever, ever. Maybe. There must be, like, a subgenre of person who does share inspirational stuff and believe it as well. Um, <clears throat> maybe. Even if they're not acting on it, they must be like, fuck, that's amazing. But- I can create art. I can have fullness and joy together at But last. what I'm saying is that in order to be receptive to that, you 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 on some level had to kind of know or believe that already, I think. Mm. I don't think... No one has ever read that and gone, fuck, I can. 
Wow, this is new information. Wow, brilliant. It'd be great if you could meet someone for whom that was the case, because that person would be like the most wide-eyed. I'd, I'd immediately send them a blog that I had written that was like, give someone you just met 50 quid. <laughs> You've got, why are you, you lowballing yourself? 50 quid. Look, I, you, you know, they're, they're, they're gullible, but... Yeah, they're creating fullness and joy. So. Right over the deed to your house. <laughs> and number 26, possibly the most pertinent... And I'm offering this as it has been offered to me in the spirit of passing down. They say that the only thing that an old garden boy can do is plant a tree for tomorrow's lad. You know that saying? I think that's exactly how it goes. Society flourishes when we plant a big tree for tomorrow's shady boys. Isn't that the exact excuse that the IDF uses as to why they're the world's most moral army? And for now, it's the excuse we'll be using (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to, to palm off this wisdom onto oh, okay. you because you're tomorrow's 26 year old oh brilliant not yeah. literally because no. I don't it's not your birthday tomorrow uh, as far as I'm aware no and I'm a year behind that anyway uh-huh. so what I'm saying is hold on to this one I think if I woke up tomorrow and it was my 26th birthday that would be the final <laughs> straw I'm and sometimes in bed with you. Oh. cut out sometimes oh no so when you turn 26 you're gonna have a flash of memory because God, imagine if you found out that me and the real Sondheim were lovers. That would be amazing. I'd be happy for you. No, because the reason the (laughs) the reason that you're only just finding out is that he doesn't want me to know. Doesn't like you. (laughs) (laughs) I've observed this foolish little man. He he stumbled upon the podcast. Oh no! And he was heard what I said about Dick Van Dyke, (laughs) (laughs) who I love. Okay. And sorry, is that Dick Van Dyke or was that Richard Van yeah. uh, non-binary gender fluid? Yeah, no, thanks, Piers. Because you, you, you can't. Yeah, it's, it's boys PC. Such Twitter. I was listening context. to a fucking um, football phone-in show mm-hmm. earlier. I, it's my new like Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening ritual when I drive home from tutoring. Um, it's because they're so fun. It's just, it's literally people ringing up to antagonise the hosts and the hosts doing everything they can to antagonise the people who are ringing in and then ending it with a swift, thanks very much for your call there, Bob. You know, <laughs> um, But there was a guy who uh, rang in today because there was some controversy uh, in the Liverpool-Everton, the Merseyside derby, uh-huh. in that it was won in the 96th minute right. of 94 <laughs> by Liverpool. <laughs> uh, and... Their manager, mm-hmm. Jurgen Klopp, ran onto the pitch to celebrate with his goalkeeper. Okay. Which is, you're, you're not allowed to do. Uh-huh. You're not allowed to step onto the pitch as the manager. Um, and all the hosts had said was, yes, as a fan, and yes, as like players in the Merseyside derby, you can say, it's a special game, you know, the rules, like, you know, nobody minded, like, it's the spirit of it. Yeah. But they were like, but you also can't just randomly decide that this game, the rules don't apply. <laughs> then yeah. all managers are going to start doing this and it. And some guy rang in and he wanted to complain about it. And I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And it took 15 seconds. And he went, you're snowflakes. I tell oh, you, you're no, snowflakes. They were triggered. And, the, and he was, and all you, all you people in the media, you're oh. snowflakes. And the guy, one of the guys was like, I, I can't be 
that much of a media person. I, I don't even literally don't know what you mean. What's a snowflake? <laughs> you're snowflake. You're, 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 you know, you you melt easily. One, one of the people on the phone-in show was Robbie Savage, a man whose uh, approach to the game was described by his surname. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy calling in had the audacity to say, you're, you're, and it, it is a, a function of the conservative mindset of mm. the gammon mindset that these things all uh, fall under the same like tree yeah is that you you know your elf and safety gone oh, mad no, sorts of people <laughs> robbie's no robbie's always just went elf and safety gone mad. Have, have you seen my career <laughs> i saw him headbutt a man's tooth out <laughs> like, i'm pretty sure like, it's just mad. It wasn't even a game like snowflakes all these snow and they were like yeah okay yeah, well okay. Uh, thanks very much for your call uh, there snowflakes snowflakes it you know, we've Sadly. spoken about it before again on this show, but the... Um, well, we're snowflakes ourselves. Well, yeah, so that's why we, we that's keep why bringing we it up. we have this opinion. But, but the, um, the certainty from that perspective that snowflake is an insult that, that like, hurts <laughs> with teeth. us. That it's, uh, imagine a snowflake with teeth. Uh, <laughs> if, imagine if it was snow and you went outside <laughs> and these great big chomping snowflakes. Like those comedy like snapping. But yeah, that peep that you say that and we're like gutted. Oh, oh how did you know? He outed me as the snowflake. The weakest precipitation of all. You're right, I do approve of health and safety. <sighs> and then you just dissipate <laughs> into mist. Well, into liberal tears. Well, sorry, that's my shorthand yeah, for liberal okay. tears. Yeah, sorry, Steve. Um, that liberal mist only happens if you've really been burned. Yeah. Oh, nice. There's, there's five minutes get out there for sure. Answer. Number 26. <laughs> Life is to discover and reach your full potential. Follow your heart and don't fight the stirrings. Unexpected. Sorry, that sentence just ends quite abruptly. Oh, the stirring. The stirring. Oh, it does <laughs> Unexpected not. Unexpected paths create the greatest rewards. Shine. Don't no stirrings wasn't the end of that sentence. Don't fight the stirrings. No. Don't fight. The it's stirring. not. Don't fight the Don't fight the stirrings. If it sounds like a comedy about like warring neighbours. Don't, don't fight the stirrings. <laughs> Honey, they, <laughs> you're out there fighting the stirrings again. No, uh, no, Marge. They were, they were society highlights. <laughs> they just moved in. <laughs> I love this show so much. <laughs> the name's Mr. and Mrs. Stirring. <laughs> oh no! I can picture every character. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it's very good. Um, I, I, so, yeah. there's something I've always thought about this. Um, Again, platitude that life is for reaching your full potential. Uh-huh. Okay. And what it must mean is one of two things. Stillborn babies. And neither of them is very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that number one is that the best you can ever be is when you're at your oldest point. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who's ever <laughs> met one of, to quote my student, the totally useless, useless drooling. You don't useless, know anything. Drooling, no memories. <laughs> Can't even cross the fucking road. Without Barry's help. You know, that if that's the pinnacle of who you can be, then God help us That's sad all. as hell. Or what it means is that 
at some point you reach your your full potential, then, but then it's all downhill from there. I think that one's probably true, though, isn't it? Yeah, but my point is that neither's very neither's neither's very neither's inspiring. Neither's the kind of really. thing to tell someone on their twenty sixth no, birthday. Neither's very inspiring if you think about it for even one second, mm. which is why these are for people who don't who think about it for less than that. Prosecco well, o'clock. It's the kind of person who. Wouldn't um, fight the stirrings, that's for sure. <laughs> as if. Who would? The article ends She's with, got a mean right hook. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Stirring. Mama Stirring. She was in the Gulf War. Please share your most treasured life lesson below. And tell me about your act of kindness that you complete on the 28th. That's because to celebrate the author's birthday on the 26th, I think. They wanted, on the they wanted a couple of people to go out and do acts of kindness. Oh, right. So let me just read you some of the ones in the... Co- Oh, oh no, there are none. Oh. Not a single <laughs> okay. person did a kindness. Not a single person had a life lesson to share. Can, can you still comment? You can. And I was going to say we should. We should comment some. saying that what the kindness we've done is have even one person read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've platformed this article yeah. in a big way. That is kind, and I think that's the and kind a little of link fullness to the and show, joy that. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good idea as well. So there we have it. It's a lot of wisdom to engage with, wow. a lot of wisdom to inhale into your great big truth lungs. Ooh. But that's the kind of people we are. Um, we've got an email and I th- I'm going to read it out in full. I'll just preface it by saying that it's, um, it's going to sound quite self-aggrandizing for me to read it because uh. it's mostly <laughs> about me. Okay. Praise for Sir Isaac. Well, shall I, I read it? No, no. Let me read I it. I don't think it will come, come across on. as good. Just let me read it, fuck's sake. Okay. Come on. Here it is. I've handed it. Can't you read your own praise mail? I love praise mail. It's a new feature. Task message, praise for Sir Isaac of the Shame. Doesn't Sir Isaac have such good ring to it? It's from Lord Yeti of Shyness as well. Mm, I thought so. Dear Isaac and Declan. That's you as well, included. That, yeah, it's kind me. of a pity I, inclusion. I don't get a, a title. Oh, you wouldn't. But no. uh, or indeed uh, any content. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what can you do? I'm sure when your birthday comes, winging. Its oh, way into I'm expecting a book. What cutout are you going to be getting? Uh, I don't know, but it shan't be so horrid as this. <laughs> Dear Isaac and Declan, I would like to wish Isaac a very happy birthday for the first of December. Woo! As we all know. Quote, with age comes wisdom. Mm. I can vouch for this being pretty elderly myself. <laughs> Absolutely useless. <in> all. <laughs> Got no memories. Anyway, this officially means that Isaac is the wisest podcaster of the two of you. Uh, it seems to be implying that you weren't until now. <laughs> We've no, been the same age. What's the definitive? Oh, I see. Sorry. I believe that it's probably time for Isaac, or Sir Isaac of the Shames, as I like to think of him, to receive his first Lifetime Achievement Award. Up to four are allowed over a lifetime. Is, is that true? Uh, That's good knowledge. Uh, I, I well, like de- the idea that you, you're receiving this Lifetime Achievement Award, again, implying that you know, it's probably all downhill from here. No, because he said I can get another three. Yeah, but people... I'm going to scatter them. No, no, no. That's, that's a pity thing that he said, just just to throw you off the scent. Oh, uh, that is sad then. You know, because whenever you watch the award shows, the people who win the Lifetime Achievement Awards, that's it then. Some of them are often actually dead. Yeah. There's a great moment in uh, 30 Rock where they're at a little awards ceremony and they're going, they've got the like, here's the people who died this year in, uh, mm-hmm. in, in the industry. It's like for the Teen Choice Awards or something. And uh, they're going through the list and it's just a couple of, and then one of the stars is like, pom-pom the bear 
And oh, it's no. just like this little cartoon bear. Like, oh. And everyone's like, oh, oh. And then the next one is this like old man. And it's you know, Edward Weisenberg, uh, creator, primary artist, and um, you know, writer of Pom Pom the Bear. Mm-hmm. And there's just silence. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a fuck. No one cares. Um, so don't worry, Declan, Paul says. You two will soon be both older and wiser. Uh-huh. But not day. than me. No. Just than you are. But for now, you must curtsy to the greater intellect. Yeah, can I, you... I.e. Isaac. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. That is. Uh, thank sorry, you. Sorry, no, no, just to... Don't want to interrupt, but he did... There was a kind of imperative there, so if you, um, if you want to do the quick curtsy... Yeah, I'm just going to finish the email first. Okay, no, and then we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get the curtsy uh, going. Thank you. Uh, that's with a full stop afterwards as well, like, <laughs> like it's a... Yes, you'll have to curtsy now. Thank you. <laughs> Your sincerely, Lord Yeti of Shyness. Wow. P.S. Crisps are a poor second choice to cake, brackets, which coincidentally, I believe is another of the key, and then this is a hyphenated phrase, uh-huh. Isaac Beliefs. Isaac Beliefs. Mm, are I you like this concept. Be, yeah? Yeah, I might be publishing a pamphlet. <laughs> Any Potentially inch on actual skin. Um. So yeah, that's based on a small conversation that. Where, where did we have that? that taken place? Where would we? Have it would had have this? to be somewhere pretty hip. It would have to be uh, somewhere that facilitated <laughs> all kinds of culinary chat. It would have to be the shame.city slash discord. It's the place to see and be seen. The place to live and let live. The place to share and to threaten. Yep. To the have place, and to hold. The place to uh, participate and to loiter. It's a place of fullness and joy. To send gifts. Oh, God. To share shames. We've got mandatory festivity. It's just been enforced on the server. It's been called out by those on high. I don't know if you saw the announcement. So no, everyone's no, only, I haven't seen Everyone on the Discord's only got 48 hours, um, even less now, to change their name to something festive. Right. Oh, okay. Well, or they get on that. They'll, they'll be sent to the bad grotto. Oh, right, I see. Yeah, and we all know what happens there. Now, I, I, I do just want to bring up very briefly uh-huh. um, something that I know has, has hurt you. Okay. Because um, you, you did do a little, I'm not going to call it desperate. Uh-huh. I'm just going to call it sad plea right. in the old Discord for uh, a review. Oh, for a review for your show. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show um, you something, Declan. And, and did we did we get a little review? Well, did you get your you got your monthly email? I did get the email. Let me just see where it is. I actually got an email first that said struggling with your blog, and then I opened the email. It was empty. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was tough luck, bozo. <laughs> Mine's going great. We don't even have a blog, so no. I don't know why they would think to send that personalised email just to me. Um, if I search for reviews, then hopefully you will see what there is to see. <sighs> I'm so hyped. My podcast reviews. Hi, Isaac, says Daniel. Thank you for trying my podcast reviews. Here's your digest of last month's. So this is November's podcast reviews. Yeah. And I think, you know, just just to kind of uh, get this in on the ground floor. All right. Then it's, it's probably been a, some ambiguity, <laughs> some confusion about because my birthday's in December. People are probably like, "Oh, well, you don't give a present in November. No, you give the review present. No, yeah, but you'd December. order it. So it, it, yeah, you'd do the legwork. You'd probably yeah. in in terms of how we're translating the physical gift giving to the review. Okay, you'd be thinking about the form, some of the metaphors you're going to employ, some of the synonyms of of just beautiful that you're going to use to describe me and my prose and have yeah um 
here's your digest of last month's podcast reviews for That's uh, a Shame, colon. Uh, no latest reviews. Oh, no. And then it asks if I want to upgrade my subscription to $55 a year, <laughs> to which I blocked <laughs> Daniel and his treacherous bullshit what? from my inbox. If, if you if you want to find if out if you if you upgrade, they write you a letter. <laughs> Imagine if they do. They send someone to your door, like to say no new reviews. They should leave an automatic five star review that's like, haven't listened to the show, but a valued subscriber <laughs> to my service, where every month Their I reliably just, inform. It's just, <laughs> Gave me 55 quid. <laughs> Lol. So, I, look, I'm not angry. I'm not disappointed. I am apathetic. But in that kind of crushing way that life will bring to those in the hardest of times. Mm-hmm. I expected better, I suppose. And at, at the same time, that expectation was tempered because I know communities are that the listenership are a lazy bunch. Well, that, what I was going to say is communities are often reflections of their leadership. And though we aim for a flat hierarchy, me, you and Steve, yep. this triangle of, of equality, each of us representing in turn fraternity, liberty, being white men. All of us very privileged. I mean, Steve's done the best so far, but let's see how that holds out. Um, what we've aimed for is that kind of, you know, everyone's a leader of Shame City. Anyone can take the steering wheel. But ourselves, I mean, recording this episode very, very late, mm-hmm. people might get the idea that we're not as efficient, we're not as true to our our word and, and big on the follow-through and that they in turn might not take the whole reviewing thing seriously. But I'm here to say that if you don't... <laughs> By the end of 2018... Steve will be coming to your door. A burning Sondheim effigy will be launched. Leaning so far (laughs) forward. Never before have you seen such a top-heavy recreation. Such a big (laughs) anti-weeble. So unfathomably torso. (laughs) So, yeah, give us a review for the love of God. And that's all. Like, it's got to be five stars. You owe me Friends, that. friends, I, I say this from the bottom of my heart. Uh-huh. And really, uh, this is a, a moment of vulnerability. Uh-huh. It's been a bad fucking week. Give us... <laughs> please. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to be desperate or anything, but I'll beg on camera. (laughs) Please give us, give us this one, one thing. Let's, should we just come up with a random incentive? Like the next person who leaves a a good review, I will come to your house. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Or let you fuck Or we'll give you. A, a half hour advice session about any topic of your oh need. wow well, what I'm specifically thinking is I want to like, like set up their OK Cupid profile or something like right. that right is yeah. that what you presume the listenership needs of us why not someone might or you know if you need someone to proofread something or if you need someone to call up like your boss and tell them to fuck off. I will tell them gladly. to leave a review. Yeah, Declan's got a lot of rage I, to get I out. I have there. a lot to, to just get out so of. So we're for hire. We're down on our knees in. If grovel. you leave us a review, 
I will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> there are so few shows brave enough to make that kind of pledge. As long as, 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 long long as it doesn't not require illegal. any money, <laughs> I will do it. Yeah, okay. Like, hold us to it. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> it's on you, like, come up with something. Um, yeah. Shame.city slash review. For, for me. It's the next one. It has to be before the end of the year. I'm not fucking with any of these like monkey paw loopholes. No. I'm the ultimate arbiter. I'll obviously defer to Steve because that's the nature of our partnership. Always has been, always will be. I think we should send Steve's stony gaze into negotiations for us. I imagine it would be, it would be an amazing, it would definitely be a a TIL in about a hundred years. If, you know, if we ever did anything with our lives, uh-huh. if we actually brought this along to every negotiation <laughs> and just stood here it's behind It's such a power us. play. Yeah. We'd have to rewrite the art of the deal and the whole book would just be that. <laughs> It'd just be pictures of us in meetings. Like, like Bill looking, Gates. looking back up at him. Showing like, him a pamphlet yeah. like, oh, what do you think of that one? Yeah. That'd be very good. Us like, with our like collars and undone ties yeah. like loosened sleeves rolled up sweating a little bit and then one of them Steve will be just like, sort of leaning forwards onto the chair one of them wear like party hats after some successful thing yeah like Steve's just standing there stony faced <laughs> with like a some of feather boa around him yeah it's a beautiful book I can't wait for it so shame.city slash review or just open iTunes for fuck's sake or shame.city slash reviews yeah there's you, you know what ways. I will settle for if you just if you just like texted it to us if you, if you email just, me your iTunes account details you, I'll write it if you <laughs> okay. if you just if you just send us an email that says you're doing a good job yeah Declan needs that will now. make we'll get him through, my, through the winter <laughs> yeah. well maybe not a whole I'm winter I'm drooling <laughs> I'm absolutely useless it's like the winter fuel no allowance. new memories <laughs> <laughs> um other than that we've got tas at shame.city is the place to send in your emails or you can go to shame.city there's a contact form on there we've also got twitter don't we uh yeah all sorts of shame cast there'll be pictures of Sondheim out and about um not the real one well, no. oh. the, the real one to us yeah. now. This is as close as we'll get. Um, I'm, oh my God, I'm going to see company. Do you think I could take it tomorrow to the theatre? Uh, <laughs> not, not if you didn't oh want to get God. stopped and searched. <laughs> That'd be very good. I could say that it's like a an anxiety thing or like a good luck charm. Like I believe that the show will go wrong if he's not there. And Are you going to like fold him into like a seat? <laughs> <laughs> His legs fold the other way, though. So it just looked like he's kneeling up in prayer for the whole show. Also, if you sat him on a seat, like, he, he'll he blind the, ne- so, the three rows behind yeah, him because quite, he's all all top. Yeah, he's got a lot going on above the waist there, aren't yeah. Steve? Um, what else is there? Uh, well, you oh, can yes. find you personally at Isaac BD Why not? or myself Also on D. Instagram. E. Why not? Yeah. I don't post very much. But I don't post a single thing. My stories thing. are always very good. I, I enjoy your Instagram stories. Mm, I like Instagram stories. I've really come round to it as an art form. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. I hate the the format anywhere else. Mm, I hate Snapchat stories, but I like Instagram stories. Yeah, I've given up on Snapchat for about five years We're ago. too old for Snapchat. It, the thing is, is that I really... Uh, it is a, a very old man sentiment. I really liked it when it was, hey send like a three second picture mm. to someone like that, that that's the app. And now it's, and now it's like, I actually don't know how to send one. <laughs> <laughs> I tried the other day and I was like, I don't, 
I don't know where to send this, and I can't see anyone else's. <laughs> there was just a lot of like Daily Mail articles flashing <laughs> up on me. That's I just ran away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. We we're over the hill of the Snapchat generation. Yeah, I'm for afraid. Sure. So, um, um, what we need, what we need is is Yik Yak back. Oh, fucking love Yik Yak. <laughs> that was the app for me. Uh, last but not least, once you've done the review and you've asked Declan to scream at any family member <laughs> maybe they got you a bad present maybe you think they're going to get you a bad present you want to cut that off before it becomes an uh-huh. issue preemptive strike that's what we're all about as a nation really um when you're done with that word of mouth especially at this festive time of year when you're going to be going back to your probably depressing hometown in the middle of nowhere um probably lots of buried memories there are you just talking to me no <laughs> <laughs> Wow, are we still recording? <laughs> oh, are you going to be sitting there with you know all of the family members that you've got? Um, anyway, wherever you no, are I love in the my world and my family, and you're stuck amongst people that you you know you you tolerate them, mm. and sometimes more, sometimes a lot less. You're going to be wanting to have some conversational ammunition up your sleeve in your toolkit in the arsenal and one such great bit of of chat to sling about is podcasts and recommendations therefore and what i'm saying is tell your nan read them the review that you sent mm, that's a nice little double call to action i know yeah. that's very neat but tell them about the show tell them a favorite episode send them a link maybe buy them uh, well we don't have a merch store so maybe say you'll buy them that next year yeah Maybe donate to the Patreon on their behalf, patreon.com slash shame city, things like that. Or steal their card details and get them to do it Even well. better. And we obviously, you know, we can deny, we can say that was a joke, but between you and me, it, it's deadly serious. What happened to um, all those uh, warnings that were like, make sure you've got permission from the card holder? Uh, I think everyone just sort of got over Because it. it's interesting that there are some things where... You know, like credit cards have been around and the use of them for ages and that hasn't been a thing. And then there was a like five year period where that was after absolutely everything that was ever said on TV and Mm. then it went. But like it's been how long since the smoking ban? And there's still fucking no smoking signs all over the tube. Yeah. (laughs) When do you think we won't need those anymore? Anyway, <laughs> whilst old grandfather Declan reminisces about the smoking The band. good old days. Oh, it, the pub were covered in mist. When you could light up on the tube. <laughs> Snowflakes. You couldn't see the doors. <laughs> Womibom. Word of mouth is best of mouth. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Maybe write it in your letter to Santa because I think he would like to get involved in a big way. As would all of those lovely little elves. Anything else, Declan? We've got the patron the Patreon, and we're going to be doing, I think, some sort of 12 Days of Christmas thing. Oh, I guess yeah, we're just 12 announced. Shames of Christmas. 12 Shames probably. of Christmas, yeah. We haven't quite finalised what it's going to be, but it's going to be great. It's going to be odd. It's going to be weird. It's going to be odd. Uh, we're going to get the pitch shift Weirdest involved. thing is, I don't currently have a working computer, so it's going to be fun to work out oh, how we make that all, that good. all happen. Is it all, is it all gone? No, no, it's there, but it's, I don't have any space to put anything. Oh, yes, of course. So we'll work all of that out, but that's on us. So what I, I'm saying is... Isaac basically just got a screen and he's put like a, a drawing, drawing of Microsoft <laughs> Word and he just clicks around <laughs> randomly, beep, beep, beep. does it all in his head. It's really good. Me and Steve have a whale of a time. Um, yeah, it's a good time to hop on the patron. Um, it'd be a good like, Christmas gesture of goodwill 
to all men, but especially me and Declan. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Until episode one, two, three. It's going to be a big 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Shaping up for a good, good one. Um, one, two, three, I feel like we should commemorate somehow. Because okay. that's nice, isn't it? We're yeah, not going to get like consecutive that. numbers for a while. God, ages. Yeah, really long time. I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. And I've been. My name's Steve. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Look for the bare necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I roam I couldn't be fonder Of my big home The bees are Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Necessities of life will come to you.